Grab your mug and take a chug He's about to spill the tea Saucy chatter on subject matter It's just between you and me Sit on back and hear him yak It's gossip to a tea It's cup of joe Cup of joe Joe Hey everyone and welcome back to Cup of Joe A podcast about all things I'm obsessed with From Real Housewives to RuPaul's Drag Race And this week, there seems to be a ton of gay news to talk about. So I'm bringing in my friend, Logan Hardcore, to break it all down. Now, Logan is one of the best drag queens in New York City. She's a staple on Cherry Grove throughout the summer. And when she's not entertaining the masses, she's hosting her own podcast, Hardcore Honest Tea, which you should absolutely listen to. Now, today, we are spilling the tea on all of the scalding hot headlines of the week from Adele to Britney, Caitlyn Jenner to Colton Underwood, Royals and Real Housewives, and of course, a little recap on season 13 of RuPaul's Drag Race. So without further ado, please welcome Logan Hardcore. Hey, Gord. Hi, Gord. It is, first of all, I have to thank you because when we talked around the new year you I don't know if you asked me or if you did like a poll on Instagram about starting your own podcast but I remember telling you I'm like you should absolutely do it yeah you were one of the people that when you said it I was like all right and then a lot of people have a lot of opinions but they have nothing in their life to back anything up so right well and then I I took my own advice I'm like why am I telling Logan to do this when I've had this idea to do my own for like the last 10 years. So I'm like, if I'm telling a friend to do something, like maybe I should do it too. Truly. You have the idea to do it. You have the resources to do it. I mean, I'm literally like DMing people that I've had like one conversation with drunk in a corner at pride. No bitch. Same. Being like, hi, remember me, sis? (laughs) Like, no, I don't remember you. Like, absolutely not. Unfollow. (laughs) unfollow your (laughs) podcast is fantastic everyone that's listening to us right now should go like subscribe listen because if you're a fan of the dragdom and the the, i don't know the craziness you will love logan's unfiltered one take wonder podcast girl it is literally just the hot mess express leaves the station and we get there when we get there like i literally think i black out when i record because i don't remember what i say no, same. So friends of mine will tell me throughout the week, they'll like quote something I said, or just be like, when you said this and respond, I'm like, I said that. I, nothing. I'm just it's, sort of like going and having like a fun conversation. I don't really remember what topics we hit. And no, and I'm one of those people that should probably think before they speak. And I don't, and I don't listen back to anything. I don't listen to it before I post it. I literally record it and upload it and there's no turning back so right you know some of it hasn't been a shining beacon of wonder but well speaking of your unfiltered opinion what did you think of season 13 of drag race i know you talk about it on your pod i've talked about it on mine but now that we're together i think it had one of the strongest top fours i mean it had the strongest top four since season six in my opinion 
I agree. I saw your um, post on Instagram about that. And I'm like, I'm glad Logan feels that way because I'm not necessarily a fan of all four of them individually. Not, just say who you're not a fan of. Say they're <laughs> I'm not the biggest rosé person. Oh, see, I thought you were going to say candy. I'm absolutely not a rosé person. I'm sober and I don't <laughs> even like drag queens named after alcohol. <laughs> I mean, I don't know her. I just... I'm not a fan. I don't know her and I don't want to know her. Right. <laughs> Take that. She's it's, not listening to this and she's not going to come on. I don't get it. I, I think you can't have Shangela season two makeup and make it to the top four. Mm-hmm. And believe it. Right. She's literally busted as fuck. The outfits that she wore, every New York City girl has that entrance look. We all have that one wig that's just teased up high. That goes over here. Stop it. <laughs> right. And then you're like, I be I hosted when Olivia. <laughs> oh, that was the worst. See, that's what I mean. I, I think I said this on one of my episodes. She came in so hot. Well, it was humbling, and I like to see it. See, I wish that Tina Burner would have got humbled from the beginning. Right. Because we know Tina, and Tina really believes it. Well, for those of you listening that don't know who Tina Burner is, she's a drag queen here in New York who was on season 13. And Logan has found herself in some, let's say, muddy waters. <laughs> <laughs> I found myself in a fire pit. Literally, of, um, you know, you had your opinion. I, I, I kind of go back to what Bianca says about, like, from her season of, like, just being, like, drag queens in a competition like everyone needs to glam down yeah because i do feel like the fandom does take their opinions like way too seriously i listened yeah. to your episode with britta and i felt so bad i had no idea that her mental health oh, it was went, horrible. went the way it went um and it's a fine line like we cannot love rose and tina's performance on the show and still support drag and support I can still support them. I still, to this day, think Tina is incredibly good at what she does. Correct. I think that Tina, and this is what I've said from the beginning, which is why I didn't understand. I still don't get why she doesn't get it. What she took to that show was booger down boots, dumpster fire garbage. (laughs) It wasn't good. It wasn't good. And I'm sorry, I've known you for 13 years. I put you in drag the first time. I've never seen you in fire colors. Never. I was so confused by that. Like, say that that package was worn by Denali. Every single New York City girl would be reading the shit out of her. But because it was Tina, everyone was like, ghost girl, you did so good. We're so proud of you. No, you didn't do good at literally anything. Well, that's what I feel like is there's a disconnect because it's one thing to be like, I'm not really into like what you brought to the show and your, you know, your presentation for lack of a better term over the episodes. But like we were talking about with Britta, the fans get so vicious again. Like all you're talking about, you've known Tina for years and years. You're allowed to be like, I didn't love some of her look. That's the thing about my podcast is that I do not say anything about anyone that I would not say to their face. Because chances are someone's going to hear it that knows them. Why do you think that she took such umbrage to because your... Because we're friends and because she can't take it. Notice that she didn't go after Trixie after Trixie called her rotted, gutted, basic, and tired because she could not <laughs> handle the fan base of Trixie Mattel coming after her. 
Well, and if you're on the show, it's it's of my opinion that you shouldn't be uh, blaming the fires of the fans to then come after someone like you. Or uh, it's like again, I go back to what Bianca said in season six. It's like it's you guys, not you. Like the people that have been on are drag queens in a competition. Like have fun critiquing whatever, but then put it to bed. It's not that deep. No. It's just for fun, bitch. And I say this, like, because I'll be out on Fire Island this summer now that I'm vaxxed and waxed. Thank Are you vaxxed or back? Yes. Um, <laughs> I will, like, I have no problem walking right up to her and being like, girl, let it, like, let's just put it in the past. Our own housewife moment, let's just start over. Totally. Because it's not that fucking serious. But I also come from an understanding of if I went on the show I would just go with it if that's how I was portrayed and I looked at it she can't have looked at that and thought it was good you really you can't that was the other thing that you and Britta were talking about on your podcast episode this week that I thought was really good um sort of like psychological like intel for drag race is you were talking about how Bootsy LaFerris who's a a friend of ours that would be great on the show. Oh my God. And she wouldn't take it that seriously. That's the point that I, if these Queens that go on and it's like life or death, that's not good. You have to go on and just have a kiki. Yeah. I mean, she's wanted it forever. She's wanted it badly for six, for six seasons, at least. Like I know she has gone after it. So that must be upset. It must be upsetting that she goes on, (laughs) doesn't do well. She's not a fan favorite. Like, I don't think any of this went the way she wanted it to. So, you know, in that regard, I can be like, I should have cut my friend some slack. In the other regard, I do what I do, which is say what I fucking feel and deal with it. Right. And again, like I said, I think that's the whole point of a reality competition show for the audience. You... They're walking down the runway. We want to be like, ooh, or we want to be like, yes, queen. Like, that's the whole point. Yeah. And if you can't take it, don't go on the show. 100%. 100%. What um, what tea do you have about All-Stars season 14? Because you're sort of in the, in the know. I know that... I know that the girls for 14, they just started making calls recently. They're not even like... There's this season filming in June, which will get everyone wild. I'll say that much. Is this... um? The international all star? No, that I believe that's oh. already filmed. Oh, there's something else that is being filmed in June. Mm-hmm. Wow. What yeah. give us give us a hint. You know what? There's good winner winner chicken dinner. Okay. <laughs> that's All right. what I'll give you. Okay. I mean, at this point, again, I think you said it on your pod. RuPaul's just like, let's keep the checks coming. Yeah. I'll be in London. I'll be in Australia. I'll, I'll phone in the reunion. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I mean, it's insane. And like, there's girls that want, this is like, I could say this. And like, what are they going to do? I don't audition for the show. Which but you I should. I don't want my people that tell me to get in trouble because it's very easy to figure out who I'm close with. Um, right. Well, with social media now, it's like I say, New York City is big city, small town, yes. big city, small world. And the drag community, as you know, an even, even smaller small. pocket. And you can connect the dots in two seconds. There's a lot of girls that want to do the show again. And All Stars is a chance for them. Um, but there's a group of girls 
that would like to do the shows do the show again that probably wouldn't have the opportunity but will have it again mm, right i see i mean at this point yeah i talked to latrice on this podcast she said she'd never go back but i'm I like mean, girl you you've been on three times you heard britta britta was like no i, I believe her. I believe I I mean it I know for a fact that it was bad for her. Like being her friend and like we were trying to like we would do zooms on the weekend and like I would invite her to like uh, me Bootsy Jada Brenda getting drunk at the beginning of quarantine and like mm-hmm. she was not in a good place. Which again I know I've said it a million times in these first 15 minutes but have your opinion but don't get too crazy online and start being like you're allowed to not like queens. Yeah. You, Logan, I you and I don't, <laughs> we, we don't like a bunch. We love others, but like, it's not that deep. Enjoy no. it and like move on. Because not everyone can take it. Like I literally spent 48 hours writing back to every single person that wrote me from Tina's little, t- Tina's tantrum. Tina's tantrum. Um, and like, coming to WeTV. And I live for it. <laughs> like I like I said, I'm not above getting a 13-year-old together. You want to play with the big girls? So let's play with the big well, girls. Well, I was just going to say, you, I mean, I would not, I would not want to come for you because you do I, not hold back. No, I hate it. But like there's girls that really, and like I'm a no one in this drag fandom. Like I have a following that I've you have a following without, that I've built without the show, but like it's next level when you're on the show. And I, if I got that from a not favorite right. queen, I can't imagine what these girls go through. Is that in, a, that, in that regard, I feel bad. But it's not like I was texting Tina telling her to kill herself. I said, is that, was yeah, right. You were giving like very basic feedback or critique. Is that a reason you don't want to continue auditioning is because that's what I thought. Again, the Brita thing, it's like the mental, like be no. careful what you wish for. No, I think that the game has changed. I think six, seven, and eight were probably the last times that it stayed the same for the winners and even the girls that do well. It's such a machine now that I don't feel that everyone even gets to collect their flowers, as they say. Right. Um, You know, and my life's in a very different place than it was when I was auditioning. I'm married. I own a home. I have a job with a 401k, like, I'm good. I don't need to go on a national television show with this mouth, knowing God knows how it's going to, it's going to go one of two ways. Right. And, and to mess up what, to, the life you have with Todd. <laughs> I don't need to jeopardize anything. I'm, right. I'm good. I'll leave it to the girls that are desperate for that, um, that it, you know, fulfills their life. I hope right. that I hope that you feel better now, sis. <laughs> yeah, enjoy, enjoy. All right, let's get into some of the scolding hot headlines of the week because, like, we there's were texting so last night. There's so much. Did you watch the Oscars on Sunday? I watched some of the Oscars. I think I was in AA for some of. <laughs> I mean, I wish I was in an AA for some of the it Oscars. That's how it it wasn't great from what I did see. No, were you watching a lot of the movies this year? Because I mean, we, could, we had nothing else to do. I, I, I rented all of them for $20 on iTunes because there was nothing to do. Yeah. I so mean, I did see everything. I didn't see everything. Like, I haven't seen Nomadland. Ooh, so good. I did see The Father. I did see Hillbilly Elegy, which I lived for, and I really thought she should have won for. I know. Eight. Eight nominee nominations and no wins. Girl, she's done something wrong to somebody. 
she's like, screw you drag race queens that don't have a crown. Come to, come to Glenn Close's house and let's talk about losing. <laughs> you don't see her getting mad on Instagram. No, she's doing debut on the Oscars and Girl, literally stealing the show. I saw that and I was uncomfortable. It was horribly scripted and oh. I just, it just felt like awkward to me. Like, why do they have this old white woman doing this with a black man interviewing her? It just felt very off to me. No, the whole the whole segment to me was like extremely hard to watch. I was like, are we really doing music this? trivia on really? the Oscars yes. right now? Like Andra Day was having no part of it. Oh, she was having no part of it. She's like, I'm going to swear. So you have to bleep this out because this segment is a joke. Because this segment's <laughs> trash. Like, but, down. but in hindsight, it gave us like the best meme of the show because Glenn's up there doing the butt. <laughs> the things I never thought I would say. Seeing Glenn Close do the butt <laughs> was the best part of the Oscars. Right. I thought, uh, I, well, from what I did see, it was a mess. Um, I don't know. Award shows don't hold the same credence or cadence or whatever the word is. Anymore. Yeah. I don't feel like. I, I don't well, know. they really struggled. through. We all struggled through this pandemic, but award shows were like hanging on by a thread. And it's yeah. something that I really get into. And it was it was a shame to. But it, it's, it seems to be the last one of the season. And I think next year we'll get back to I think to next like, year will be somewhat normal, which is good because I do love an award show and I love a red carpet. So Love a red carpet. I think the biggest headline for me, though, was Adele was spotted at the Judas and the Black Messiah after party. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Adele. I'm going to make you talk about her because I am like literally... I check Twitter and I check iTunes. Like I go deep into the internet to find out when that album is coming. Well, what do you know, Nancy Drew? What do you know? Well, I will tell you this. She <laughs> she said six months ago on Saturday Night Live that her album wasn't done yet, meaning it had been started. Here we are six months later. There's nothing that is out. Alan Carr, the gay talk show host from the UK, is one of her best friends said in an interview recently that he's heard some of the songs and they're brilliant. So there's something out there. But something exists. Something exists. What what makes me nervous is Billie Eilish announced this week that her really? album... <laughs> I really out, can't. Do you hate her? I don't know if I love her or hate her, but... I, it is really... That, that's, that, that's coming to me from the lower level for me. I from the lower level. It's Billy Eilish. Stand Billy Eilish. Really? Oh, that's a good drag name. Please welcome to the stage, Billy Eilish. And it's a drag king. Oh, right. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't. It's not for me. The hype around her with that disgusting hair, like she works at like the number 15th hot topic in the country. Like it's just not great. Well, you know she died at Blonde because the the news just dropped this week that her next album comes out July 30th, which going back to Adele quickly, I'm like, Adele, you need to drop it now because you know Billie Eilish is going to be number one because uh, I, everyone loves her. We, so cannot, not, we can't compare. Adele. No, you definitely can't compare. But it makes me nervous when some of these girls are announcing, releasing music. Because you know if like Rihanna came out with an announcement people That's go not ha that woman is going to release canned beans before we get new music from her and make a billion dollars off she's of Rihanna's literally beans. like she's like i'm going to give it to you at the end of the year girl 
TikTok. She, Do you have? She has underwear. And, and makeup and a lot of money. Do you have a pop star that you're in love with? Like I am with Adele. Like you're waiting for oh, Beyonce. that music. Oh, that's right. Why am I even asking oh, that? Oh, Beyonce. And you know, the rumor was for a long time that the lead single off of both of their albums is going to be a duet. Oh, Adele see. And, Beyonce, and they're going to, and they're going to release it as their lead song off of each album, which would be the first time it was ever done that both artists released it as the lead single off their album. I heard a similar, I heard of basically the same thing. What, what do you think the odds are of that happening? <laughs> a very, very good um, Beyonce post that I follow. They okay. update like once or twice a year, but it always Ooh. comes correct. It always comes true, whatever they, it's like called Beyonce predictions. Oh, and see, like the, you Nancy drew it for Beyonce. <laughs> the last one was um, the fire emoji, the rain emoji, plus a B equals crown symbol. So fire to the rain plus Beyonce. Equals so queens. Equals, yeah. So I have a feeling it's coming. Beyonce, I, I think that woman just sits around giggling because she's literally <laughs> on DJ Khaled's new album. She's not listed on it because she made the man sign a fucking NDA on his own album. Stop. <laughs> yes. I did not know that. That's yes. so good. Only she could do that. It's it's just, you know. Apparently that song comes out tomorrow. So we're recording this on Thursday, April 29th. But I heard that this DJ Khaled thing with Beyonce and Jay-Z comes out on Friday. So I might be just a full liar by then, but. I No, I've seen on several things, but this yeah, NDA. Yeah, you can hear her at the very end of the clip the final note i'm like i know that voice anywhere but yeah. i would love some adele music you know the last time she dropped an album we, i went to the tour and i remember i was wasted and i said looked at my friend and i was like this woman her husband is gonna have to fuck her mother for us to get another good album and like i feel right. like something close to it happened oh yeah they're um, divorced she's a single mom she's, she's skinny mini oh honey she is that woman is so snatched when that photo came out i was like she's on meth no yeah the, when those early photos came out we were i think the world was like what yeah i mean that's a transformation because she's not public you don't see a lot of her and all of a sudden you're like what where did she go <laughs> right. she lost herself she totally did but i really i look forward to those two albums and a rihanna album but at this point rihanna can we're definitely getting adele and beyonce before rihanna Rihanna can keep it. All right, let's talk. Let's go from one pop star to the other because we have to talk about Britney Spears. Oh God! Did you watch the documentary? Of course. You know that I don't like to miss out on anything. Like I have to be a part of every social trend, <laughs> which is why it's shocking. I don't like Billie Eilish, but I watched it. I've never been a big Britney fan. I was always a Christina girl. Okay, so um, back in the day, you were. Christina all day. Oh, yeah, ever. girl. Okay. I was doing dirty in my parents' bathroom, like grinding up on the doorknob with like a got to be hair can. Oh, stop. Got feeling. to be. Yes. Feeling it. Like 13 years old, dry humping the door. See, I was a basic Britney gay. <laughs> and I have fallen off the Britney fandom, though, years ago. I just yeah, sort I of just felt like it. it's not the same. You don't get it? I, I don't think she's good. 
Yeah. Actually, my mom says the same thing. I remember years ago, she's like, I know that you love Britney, but I just don't get it. Which is like sort of a good way it. to put it. Yeah. Like the product, the stage value of it is great. I guess. Like, okay. but I would rather see J-Lo. Right. I would rather see Beyonce any day. Oh, please. Again, because I at can't least know compare. she's singing live. Like, right. I don't get what this... There is a certain kind of faggot that really lives for Britney Spears. Oh, absolutely. Those are the ones that I avoid <laughs> because they are the ones sending you messages with capital T. <laughs> right. And you're like, oh, I'm going to stay away from you for I'm now like, because it's COVID. One more time. Hit the pipe one more time. <laughs> Aside from not really getting it, are you like a free Britney? Like, do you get it after watching the documentary? I, I don't feel like this woman is that bothered by her life. I don't. Right. And like, I think the world is what it is. And if she was that upset about everything, we would have heard her say it. And now she's going to court. And I Ju- really, June 23rd, really hope that if she says, leave it alone, that people respect her enough to do that and not turn it into, she's on drugs and her parents made her say it. She's right. her chips. Like, just leave this woman alone. Maybe she wants to be. This hillbilly elegy character well, yeah. in horrible <laughs> bathing suits and little like Mormon heels doing horrible TikToks in a mansion. And right. maybe one day she'll go back to Vegas. But right now she's getting plowed daily and having a great time. Having a great time. It doesn't seem that bad. I mean, she did say on Instagram after the documentary came out that she didn't watch it. But what from she said, quote, what I did see of it, I was embarrassed by the light they put me in. Now, like you said, fans are like, she's so controlled that people are writing her Instagram, this and that. I mean, I sort of agree with you that I don't think she totally hates her life. No. Because it's kind of a cute little, especially in quarantine, that house, that boyfriend, all those clothes to model on Instagram. I mean, what's not to love? I mean, she's clearly fucking batshit crazy, which I think she's going to always need a level of control. Right. I think things just spiraled so far that there's no getting her back. Um, if she, I, I don't know, though. Does she want to be touring the world? I don't think so. No, I definitely don't think she I does. I really think she'd be great to just stay in Vegas or maybe do like a Palm Springs brunch every now and then. Or take a page out of the Palm Springs brunch with, you know, do that. Do it with Derek Barry. Do it with Derek Barry. <laughs> or take a page out of Rihanna's book and do makeup and lingerie and never come out with music ever again. <laughs> if Britney Spears was trying to sell me makeup, I would throw everything I know about makeup in the garbage, set it on fire and just like go check myself into an institution (laughs) because that woman's eyeliner. Every time I see her on Instagram is a mess. Who does better makeup Rose or Britney Spears? Tina Burner. (laughs) (laughs) I would have to say probably in this situation, Rose. Because <laughs> she is able to make that hard man face somewhat presentable, but I, well, we can't go back there because I could go on that tangent for days. <laughs> Did you see Brittany, speaking of like living her best life, on her sexy boyfriend's Instagram, she went to a wedding that he was best man at. And it was like this very basic wedding, like outdoor ceremony in like the ballroom of a hotel. And it's just like Britney Spears and like a sort of like a low cut dress, just dancing to random music. I was like, 
Can you imagine Britney Spears being at like your cousin's wedding? Like you show up? No. Can you imagine being that white trash? <laughs> well, you said it. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I love her and I want her to be well. But if I, I looked at the picture of her at this wedding and I was like, if my cousin showed up in that dress to a wedding, the, my family would be like, when did she turn into a whore? <laughs> there is not a chance in hell that my cousin will ever hear this. Her okay. wedding photos are something that could end up on one of those worst wedding of all times posts. It was the most white trash, ugly thing I've ever seen in my life. It was literally like in a park, the runway, the runway, I guess. The, the runway <laughs> was like purple satin fabric that didn't get right, like steamed. I mean, the whole, there's folding chairs and dirt. I, I'll find them and send them to you. It is such a fucking carry to look at. Were you there live or you just saw I the picture? Would, you couldn't find me there. I was going to say, if you were there live, you wouldn't have been able to keep your mouth shut and you would have been kicked out or something. I would have had a microphone attached to me. But like, it reminds (laughs) me of like, when I was watching the documentary and it went to her old assistant who had all that memorabilia. I was like, wow, this is a fan. And then they were like, this is Britney Spears' best friend. I was like, who had like all the albums? I was all like, over this her is house. literally a mentally insane person. And then they're like, "This is Britney's friend." I'm like, "This is a great life for Britney. This isn't doing justice." What's her name? Oh, Felicia. She um, she's like in overalls, ratty high pony. With she's like, "This was 1999. Great year for us." I'm like, great "Oh, this year poor for girl. me, Brit." Brit. <laughs> oh God. So good. All right, let's let's go from trashy to classy, or we'll see if you think they're classy. Today, Thursday, April 29th, William and Kate are celebrating their 10-year anniversary. Congratulations. Are you a Royals follower? Not like that. No. I mean, I think you and I were texting during Harry and Meghan's interview. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I like shit like that. Like that was some must-see TV. Yes, honey. Anything that's like that. But, like, I think these two need to just keep it punching with their miserable little lives. They're going to be... William and Kate? Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't see it being, like, them being fun. Do you look at them and say fun? No. That Before we recorded this, I was looking on Instagram. Apparently, a video came out, and they're, like, thinking everyone for wishing them happy 10 years. It looks like, I mean, it's a beautifully shot sort of video of the family, but it looks like an antidepressant commercial. No. I'm like waiting for someone to be like, side effects are anxiety. And those two having <laughs> sex. Well, she's, I have to say, she looks just as good now as she did 10 years ago. Yes. And I don't think she's ever going to look bad. She's I just like- she's very pretty. I just, there's something about them that I'm just, I'm uninterested in. Now the other two. No, the other two. That's where my interest lies. And I think she's equally as stunning, but in her oh, own yes. way. And bitch, to go from being a case girl on Deal or No Deal. To the brief, Duchess of Sussex. You're literally from briefcase <laughs> whore to Duchess of Sussex. Like, that's a glow up. Well, that's some of that is the, to all that's all stars, baby. That's also that's <laughs> the biggest glow up that ever happened. And she didn't have to get lip injections. No, she kept her same face. Some of my friends responded, speaking of the deal or no deal thing, they were like, she was on game shows, she was on suits, but then she goes on this interview with Oprah, and in the beginning, she's pretending like she didn't know she had to curtsy in front of the queen. 
So a lot of people were like, she was sort of bullshitting in the beginning, which well, sort of I feel like it was a little bullshit. Right. Like, I mean, but then I think like I went to London for the first time last year. I didn't realize, well, not last year, right before the pandemic started, we went in February, we went into lockdown in March. Um, I didn't realize everything that goes on. It's a whole nother fucking world over there. Right. And like, I think me and her are, we're really, we're the same level of trash. Like <laughs> you come from the same, we come from the same cloth. Right. Um, like you could put us on and wear us to a nice event, but at the end of the day, you could also wear us to a barbecue, but <laughs> she's definitely, I could, I don't know if I would know that I had to curtsy. I might think that like, maybe I'm going to give you a hug or kiss your hand. Like, right. Well, it's, but I guess that's a good point, especially as like a new member of the family. She's like, maybe the rules aren't for me. Like maybe I'm allowed to touch maybe her. Maybe I'm just going to walk in and be like, hi sis. Hey sis. <laughs> it's me, Megan. With yeah. a briefcase, that's like you won a hundred thousand dollars. Hi, Grandma. <laughs> I don't I, know. I'm not interested in the other two. Like, congratulations. I wish you no harm, but right, there's no interest level there. But I will be following Harry and Meghan's journey, and I just hope that this on this ten year anniversary that like there's a little bit of like a modernization of the royal family, and I really even though they're not quote unquote senior mem members anymore, that Harry and Meghan continue to sort of be like, we're, we understand what's happening in 2021. You know, we're not worried about the, all that old school pomp and circumstance. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, there it's a, like I said, it's another world. And like, have you ever been to London? I haven't. And it's like, it's on my bucket list it's and wild. Like you'd love it. I would, I mean, I'd move there tomorrow, right. but like to see them, like we went to like the changing of the guards and mm. like what a fucking production that is. Mm -hmm. And it happens daily. Like we can't even vote properly. Right. And these people and are doing like Broadway productions that go through the town every day. It's wild. Wow. And they're not getting shot up. That couldn't happen here. We don't, we were. No, we couldn't we do are, that. We're the yeah. bad clothing at the barbecue. You have to go to Orlando, Florida to see that kind of pop and circumstance at four o'clock every day. <laughs> Girl, truly, Disney parades. Speaking of parades and cuckoo-ness, Caitlyn Jenner is running for governor of California. I wish you could all see uh, Logan's face right now. Her eyes just rolled back into her head. It is so much for me. Have you seen the campaign image that she chose? Oh, use? no. Is it is she driving in the car? She's driving a fucking car. <laughs> in like a visor and like sunglasses, right? Or something like that? Hold on. I'm going to look it up right now. It's literally like you literally killed someone while driving a car. Oh, got, right. Let's not forget that. Yeah. Like you were away a... with manslaughter. <laughs> and now your campaign image is you driving? Yeah, it's a great point. I totally forgot about that. Read the room. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we'll you know talk What? You know who wasn't a part of that campaign decision? Chris Jenner. Because Chris Jenner would have gotten that together. She'd already be elected if Chris Jenner was part of this. Well, you know the Kardashian clan, I'm sure you've seen, have been like radio silent since she, Caitlyn, uh, like filled out the paperwork or I, whatever. They hate her. Well, so 
Caitlin, I can't find it right now, but I, I have seen it in the car. The um, She has hired like two Trump people to help run her campaign. What I keep thinking Ugh. of is, I want to know these two guys and are, what their opinion is on transgender rights. They hate I, I, it. You, you cannot tell me that they are pro-transgender. I I mean, I would... I, I don't believe that Caitlin... I will eat Jenner my words. Right. Well, there's that whole thing. Is that I don't she... think that Caitlyn Jenner's pro-LGBT. Yeah, I mean, she only really sort of had to get herself together with her opinion of Trump when he did his military ban thing. Because I think she was pressured into being like, well, if you're going to be this public figure for transgender folks around the world, around the country, like you can't support this guy. It's it's a mess to me. Um, I can't even say I don't see it happening because at this point... I think, well, apparently Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is a former governor of California, and obviously, as we all know, a, like a pop culture celebrity, he said she has a good chance of winning. I mean, I know like the current governor, they're not loving him right now, but I, I feel like it's such a blue state. And I know like so many like people out there that just would not even care about, like wouldn't even vote for her in a primary. I mean, I'd like to see her in a debate. Oh, at that talk about must-see TV. Like that I'm in for, but like after that, sis, you got to put the brakes on. Get in your little car and put the brakes on. Absolutely. If Chris Jenner was running for governor, I would I'd have to buy to a house. California. I'd have to move to California so I could vote and then move back to New York. Now, here's a good one. What housewife of New York would you like to run for governor? My, I already know mine. Governor of New York. How about New York City mayor? Because, well, Barbara Kay's running. Did you know this? Yes. Okay, so hold on. Let's get back to your question. Who would I pick of the New York City girls? Yeah. Current or all, all of the New York City? All. Oh. oh. <laughs> like, I've actually taken this question very seriously. Oh. I'm sitting here thinking. Um, I mean, I'll tell you mine. I, we're, we're mutual friends with Dorinda, but I would not pick Dorinda. No, she's a drunk. I would not pick Sonia. <laughs> no, she's a drunk. I would not pick Luann. No, she's a drunk. Uh, no, she's literally a drunk. I li- I'm just kidding. No one's a drunk. Oh, God. No one's a drunk. Allegedly. Alleged. No. She's okay, tell drunk. me yours. Mine would be Bethany. Oh, what am I thinking? Of course, Bethany. Have I- you seen that new show? No, have you started watching? It came out today. I will be watching. No, I have to get through Handmaid's Tale, also known as America 2024. <laughs> no, literally. It's not, It's no longer a fiction d- dramatic series. It's reality. It's literally. Oh, my God. Reality. I can't believe I forgot about Bethany. She should be running for the mayor of this. If we're talking about celebrities that need to get into politics, that it's can Bethany. like run a show, it's Bethany Frankel. And she like doesn't care. She will like. And I'm like not a fan of her, but I think she would do great. 100%. I also don't know what any of her beliefs are. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm for Bethany. <laughs> I have no idea what her policies would be, but I will work as campaign manager for Bethany for mayor. I'm doing phone <laughs> banking for Bethany for mayor. Even if she's like the most hardcore Republican, anti-gay, we'd be like, Girl. we're there. <laughs> Hi. Speaking of anti-gay, I guess Here not. we go. Uh-oh. I, uh, you know I what's coming. Go. What are your thoughts on former Bachelor Fulton Underwood 
I had no idea. Coming out to Miss Robin Roberts. You did it? First of all, I don't watch The Bachelor. I've watched like two seasons. I don't either. I have a hard time. It's not for me. I need to see women. Like, I need to see Housewives. (laughs) It's, It's baffling to me how this whole rollout went. Like, if the, the this is your PR, you should fire them. Because in the same time this was all happening, Little Nas X was being threatened to have his stuff taken off the radio and not played anymore. Meanwhile, he's an openly gay Black man trying to pave his own way. But yet you are a cis white man who comes out as gay and you get handed a Netflix show and a gay guide. Like, what are wow, Logan, another in? good point. Another good point. I didn't even really compare it to the hate that Lil Nas X is getting. It's horrifying. And then has the nerve to go on Instagram last night and post one of those fucking thirst trap photos. And the caption says, I'm focusing on my health mentally and physically. <laughs> well, no, here's the thing. I commented publicly and was like, well, now she's gay. <laughs> Because when I saw that thirst trap photo, I was like, oh, we're fully fledged, like, out of the closet now. I was so mad. I I literally felt like the exorcist. My head was spinning. Vomit was coming out of my mouth. (laughs) It was how I felt when Tina Burner came out in that little black dress runway. (laughs) Same reaction. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but here's the thing. I know you're going to be watching that Netflix show. I, you couldn't pay me enough money. Oh, you're not going to watch it? No. What if they hired you to be the gay guide? Logan Hardcore taking Colton Underwood to pieces what and Stonewall. Do you want to ruin this man's life? All I'm known for is throwing <laughs> shoes at people's head and being drunk and high yelling at people. See, that's why. This is what I think I hope. Because obviously people were being uh, judgmental about Gus Kenworthy being the gay guide. Well, if I was producing that on, show, I would, I would have Gus because he's like out like an out sort of public figure as an athlete. So I get that. I would put on like a black trans person. I would have a religious figure that's out. I would have a uh, lesbian. I would have drag queens. Like have, have a cast of gay guides to be like, Colton, here's the deal. I need you to give me the elevator pitch of this show right now, because I need to know what this show is. What? Like, Well, I don't know what it, that's what it that's, would be for me. Like, that's why I'm literally like, what is a gay guide? I had Adam for Adam and Manhunt. And I and the Rosie O'Donnell show. And I lied about my age and location and <laughs> put myself in danger to become gay. I didn't get to be a white privileged man getting my hand held into the front row of Pixie Aventura at hardware. <laughs> I oh, hate I can't. It. That I is so it. good. Well, you know, a lot of people, I talked to one friend in particular shall remain nameless but they said um that it's it's one of these shows that's trying to be uh what's the word i'm looking for like to present gay culture to straight people in middle america you know what i mean like queer eye right like it's like trying to be like look at how um look at how you can tolerate us we're we're okay see i think they should have had one gay guide but i think it should have been like billy porter Ooh, good. Really good. Like, he, get, he, get Billy Porter. Get Big Frida. Get Big Frida. Get one of the Pose girls. Get Dominique from Pose. Like there's such <laughs> a, get there's such a fucking litany of girls and like of 
Black excellence. I mean, this was right. such a slap in the face to Black queer people, in my opinion. Right. Um, I always try to hold space for them in conversation. And with everything going on with Little Nas X, for this to happen, and it literally was just hand. You got handed a, rea- a TV show. You got handed a coming out story. You got handed the TV spot. It's too much. Right. It's just another level of privilege that is baffling to me. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Coming from the white gay man sitting in a phone. Yeah, well, yeah, right. <laughs> but I do think it's important what you say. Like, that was my first thought when I saw the picture of them walking outside of Stonewall was, you know, while this might be great for some, Excuse like, me? they bet... What? What is this photo? Oh, there's a picture of Gus and Colton filming the Netflix show outside of Stonewall. That was like the day after the Robin Roberts interview. Like they were wasting no time. And I was like, there better be a black trans person that's that they're interviewing that is telling them what really went down at Stonewall. I can't. I really can't. And I'm so pissed off because I doubt my poster is still in the window. What poster? I used to do Stonewall before the pandemic. Oh, oh you do, oh, you, I, I'm looking at your window behind you. No, I remember. So I'm going to go look and see if you're... I'm, I'm sure. Oh, you're not? I would seriously doubt it. That's not where I'm returning. That's not where you'll be returning. Well, before you tell us where you're returning, we got to talk about the Housewives Vacation Series. Now, here we go. Now, here we go. Now, here and we go. <laughs> All right. So what I love about this is well, it's not Housewives All-Stars. Let's just get that right out of the bat. I know it's not because I know people that are working production. That's not how they're branding it. That's what the fans are branding it. Oh, so you really have inside scoop. They are branding it a vacation series, which I think the fans would be behoove themselves to call it that because I think I know that we're going to be getting this in different groups. This is just group season one. one. Group okay, one. <laughs> so, so you have inside scoop for this. That's kind of my scoop. I don't know for sure because I'm not Andy Cohen, but... Do way- you know how long they're filming? Is it a week? It's one week. They should and be done be at the end episodes. of this month. I don't know because <laughs> I do know how they film. They just film, film, film. So they're going to have like literally seven full days of Do uh, you footage. know if the rumor about last night is true? What happened last night? That Ramona and Kenya got into a physical altercation and they were oh. both removed from the island. Removed from the island. I don't know that, but I do know that they absolutely did not get along. I have I've heard nothing about an altercation, a physical one, but I do know that there was verbal altercations. But that's why see, they this is there. what I, I this is what I could see happening. Ramona being like, and then saying like some nasty, ignorant, racist comment, and Kenya just smacking the shit out of her. Yeah, and literally like. Or throwing a glass and like all that good housewife shit that I live for. But I really, I, and they said that um, when this happened, like um, that Cynthia was in the middle trying to stop it. But I really hope someone gave Ramona the fucking left hook. You know they are. Okay, so for those out there listening that don't know, there are a group of housewives in the Turks and Caicos right now filming a quote vacation series. It's Teresa and Melissa from Jersey. It's Luann Ramona from New York. It's Kyle Solo Fluent from Beverly Hills and Kenya and Cynthia from Atlanta. 
And as Logan is describing, Ramona being the Karen that she is, people can't stand her. And Kenya being Kenya. the boss, Kenya being Kenya is not going to be here for it. No. And I'm sad that the Potomac girls weren't able to go, but they're aren't they filming? They're filming because it comes out this summer and they're yeah. still not wrapped yet. But again, it, it's not all stars. This is just one group. We're yeah, going to get. I just would have liked, like, I would have lived for a Karen, Karen. on this uh, trip or even an Ashley Darby. Something. Yeah. I would have lived. I know Rena was um, rumored. I would have loved for Rena to be there. Yeah. I wonder why she pulled out because she was definitely the number two from Beverly Hills. To, Supposedly was going to be coming with Kyle. Well, and then wasn't that whole thing went with Vicky Gumbelson saying her contract was already signed? Oh well, did you hear the the other scoop? Is there was a surprise housewife flying in, which everyone thinks is Jill Zarin. Do you know who it is? I don't. I don't think it's Jill. Do you think it's? She's too active on social media. Well, being in New York, then fucking. Like, I thought that um, Dorinda and Sonia were going to be there because they've been posting in Turks and Caicos for two months. Right. I th- The reason I bring it up is because I think it, the perfect person to sort of crash would be Vicky because she is the OG, even though she's not my favorite. I mean, she's been there since day, episode one, day one of oh, OC. God. I know. I'm not sure if I would really care, but... Um, well, all I know is that whatever you find out from your friend in production, you need to text me. Because I will. I am on this. I follow a lot of Housewives accounts and like the saga <laughs> of this. Oh, well, that's why I think they had to announce it with that like random collage of them in bikinis was because it was so out. There was like no denying that they were no. filming this. Tweets were out there. Well, Instagram stories. Not, it's not drag race. Like you don't have to try and hide this. Like let yeah, us no, just announce it, right? Because and people I hope are it already goes gagging. To Bravo and not fucking Peacock. It's going to Peacock. Well, you know what? Lucky that, for them, I have this coupon ooh. for three months of Peacock Premium. Logan is holding up on the Zoom. Show me. It says Peacock. Get three months of Peacock Premium. Is that a monopoly? It's a fourteen ninety seven value. Did you get that at McDonald's? No, I got it at my grocery store. And I, I have mean, to redeem it by May of this fucking year. So there's no way they're going to bang that out. Well, you know, we have to download Paramount Plus for uh, All Stars. <laughs> yes, at this point, it's cable TV because all of my streaming channels. Oh, she's got all these monopolies. What do these say? This is good for a propane gas tank exchange. You can grill on your propane gas and this watch Housewives a, a vacation shutter, series. A Shutterfly photo book. Oh my God. Are you a secret coupon queen? Uh, Miss Thing, you don't want to play games with me in line at the checkout. You need to be on that show like extreme coupons. I could be. I and you're like, your total is 19 cents. <laughs> and you owe me money, bitch. Right. You just no, put your I'm really out. excited about it. Uh, I love anything housewives. I think it's something that can't be fucked up. Unless you're the, you know, it, some of the casts have been rough. But I, it for me, it's a formula that can't be ruined. And every season just works. And it's like... 
I, I thought it was going to go away maybe like six or seven years ago where there was like that little sort of slump in like the mid 2010s or teens, whatever we call them. But like now it is like, I agree with you. Like the formula is working. It is like just on like cruise control. They're flying in the air with no turbulence and yeah. everyone loves, you know, it's like it's so great. good. Uh, before I let you go, what are you looking forward to more? Real Housewives of New York, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I mean, New York, just because I really love Leah. I fell in love with Leah the minute she came on the television last year. Love um, her. Did you I see that she was at Pieces for Bootsy's show yes, last weekend? she's going to come to my show. We were talking. She was yes. like, let me know when you start. I'm going to come. Her makeup artist, Colby. Like, she's been making the rounds. Oh, um, good. Okay. I'm excited for that, but I really am excited to see this Erica Jane shit play out on Beverly Hills. I mean, who knew that Erica Jane storyline would be the focal point? She was finally. always sort of on the... Finally. She finally gets a moment. And it is the moment because it's not just some made-up drama. It is like lawyers, legal, no one has money, divorce. like Orphans. It, Orphans. <laughs> it's everything you could want. But let me tell you, in the preview, she's acting like nothing is wrong. She is just as when like getting glammed up as ever. Just getting glammed up. She's still doing her Instagram. It's like Jen Shaw. Jen Shaw is still posting all over all over the place. I saw today she's still filming with the Salt Lake City girls yeah. acting like nothing's wrong. I live for it. It's gonna be a good um it's going to be a good season of Beverly Hills. I am, again, we are mutual friends with Dorinda. I think, I'm sad to see her go, but I do think we're in a transition period with New York. Yeah. Leah, your favorite, and our, uh, the newbie Ebony, I think yeah. are very much, I mean, clearly like the younger, hipper, and then you've got like the Upper East Side ladies, and there's only five of them. I think there's like a vast difference between those two cultures mm -hmm. that will either be really boring to watch or really fun to watch. It's going to go one of two ways one of two ways and then we have potomac we yeah. have we're gonna have to do another one of these in a couple months because there's just too there's too fucking much i love it are you gonna watch pose on sunday of course i am i love it pose. Pose, honey. live work pose. and i'm gonna be tweeting colton underwood the whole time saying you better be watching this faggot <laughs> oh my god well thank you so much for coming on we had 58 minutes of fun I hope you had fun on your debut on the Cup of Joe show. I love it. Thank you. All right. Well, I will be in touch. Thanks for coming on. And everyone go and listen to Logan's podcast, Hardcore Honesty, because it is hardcore honesty. Thank you, love. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye, babe. Bye, love.